0: 630 Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.
1: Uh, we know that for weeks now there's been heated debate on the Edmonton Police budget. Well, it has finally wrapped up at least for now and a vote of 12 to 1 councilors approved the Edmonton Police Service receiving at least 407 million annually from the city for the next 4-year budget cycle. But at the same time, council decided that city administration, along with EPS and the Police Commission, need to develop a revised funding formula and policy for the 2023-2026 budget deliberations. Andrew Knack is the city councillor for Ward Nakota Iska. He joins us now. Andrew, welcome back to the show.
0: Thanks so much for having me. Okay,
1: first off, have you recovered from the fall you, <laughs> you took it in chambers yesterday?
0: <laughs> I did. And if anyone wants to watch my my failure of a fall, they can see it online. It's been shared far and wide, and it's a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> Andrew, before we get to the police budget, wanted to ask you about this because this just came down. It's been in the newscast. Uh, there's a new bylaw tackling transit safety. It's uh, or it's getting passed, or it has been passed. It uh, bans loitering and openly using drugs on. On Edmonton Transit, it passed, I think, uh, 8 to 4, if I remember correctly. Some uh, some councillors not impressed with this. Some saying that this is a knee-jerk reaction. Others saying, hey, this is something that needs to be done. People have been calling for it. You voted for this. Why?
0: Yeah, so, and I would actually maybe change one of the words, because we, we repealed a loitering bylaw okay. last term, because we had data that showed we were disproportionately targeting those from um, different communities, uh, typically mm-hmm. communities of people of color and, and, and things like that. And so uh, what we did today was we introduced a new bylaw that is meant to target behavior and not just simply somebody standing around somebody standing around not causing any issues we're not going to shoo them out of Mm -hmm. the of the transit center what we're talking about is that somebody's openly openly using uh drugs as as an example we want to not have that take place in our transit centers and so that's really what we're focusing on we're focusing on people who are not creating you know positive behavior behavior that that doesn't add to the safety of the space. And that might feel, you know, we're might be debating semantics, but I actually do think there is an important distinction in that.
1: Who patrols this? Who is then in charge of taking care if someone is using drugs in um, one of these stations? Who's dealing with it? Because I know that there has been, uh, you know, more uh, patrols being put in place, but it still seems and a lot of folks are feeling um, that there's not enough there.
0: I, I think this is a continuous work in progress. I mean, I, we, we heard from some of our council colleagues today who are active and, and in many cases, daily transit users uh, who are seeing improvements as time has gone over on over the last few months. But in terms of enforcement, uh, you're going to see that through both the transit peace officers and Edmonton police officers. They'll be able to use that bylaw to help enforcement. And again, the, the, the idea here is we're really trying to focus on on the criminals, because there have been some instances, and it was raised during the meeting today, of where you have folks maybe from gangs who are um, you know, known to these folks who are just hovering around until a point at which they then commit a crime. And so they're trying to address that criminal behavior somebody who is struggling with addiction somebody is struggling with mental health we're not looking to uh, issue tickets to them because all that does is push people into the justice system when you need folks who actually need to go and get the support and care they need so that is again the important piece uh, that that based off what was shared by our administration today that's how they're going to try and differentiate this we want to focus on criminals not on those who are struggling with mental health and addictions, because those are not one in the same. And sometimes people confuse that and that's not the case.
1: So Councillor Knack though, a number of people are saying, Hey, you know what? These, these issues were already being addressed in existing bylaws. Were they not?
0: Well, and, that, <laughs> and that's part of the debate. I mean, I, I, I went back and forth as to whether to support this, because I felt the way that the bylaw was worded is that it already allowed for that. But, our legal team said they felt that it was needed to help make sure there was complete clarity to those who are going to be enforcing the rules. And so in the end, I, I ended up supporting it knowing that within about two months, we're going to have a more holistic review of that bylaw. And if we find it's being misused or not, uh, not employed properly... Uh, we can make some changes quite quickly to that.
1: Councillor Knack, I I did want to talk to you about the Edmonton police budget. That's what I dialed you up originally to talk about, so I want to get to it before we run out of time, and we're almost running out of time. It's been weeks of acrimonious debate on the police budget. Were you surprised at how heated it was? (laughs)
0: i 'm never surprised because this is a topic that always get, gets this passion going, even when, in particular with this debate, we were all talking about the same thing. Uh, it was just some of the headlines that said, "Oh police might be getting a twenty two million dollar cut when that was not actually in the motion at all that was mm. being debated, but it as as often happens in policing. Anytime there's questions, it generates a lot of passion and excitement. Yeah. And so I was expecting it. It was still frustrating because I don't actually think there was a lot to get riled up about.
1: The mayor has said the four, uh, $407 gives some certainty and predictability to the service so they can continue to plan. Uh, mayor he also saying we need to recognize that the way we are funding our services is not sustainable in the current climate. Question for you, is the current climate funding challenges faced by the city or the push to change how policing is done in the city or is it both
0: it's it's absolutely both there's there's a financial reality that exists and i I talked about this when we when we voted on the motion yesterday that um this is the one area that if you look at the budget over the last 20 years it's been about a 300 million dollar increase uh and there's no other department that comes anywhere close to that and and so that means the budget's been increased and crime's gone up and the budget's been increased and crime's gone down. And so budget is not necessarily an indicator of whether crime will go up or down. We know that over the last three years, crime overall in the city has actually gone down mm-hmm. 17%. So there's, there's a financial element because it's our largest budget item and it can put, if you increase that by even a 1% or 2%, it means there's not a lot of money to go to other areas and we've actually had to make cuts in other areas just to actually increase their budget in years past so there's that and then absolutely there's still this um, need to to actually uh, I'm going to use the word detask uh, this okay. defunding yeah, things cause a lot but the, this idea that we don't want police officers having to respond to every single mental health call uh, where there isn't, you know, a, a potential risk or, or you know, say a, a weapon involved. If there's somebody who's just having a struggling time and they need support, it's not good use of tax dollars to be sending folks out to do that. And we've heard that from other parts of the community who have had um, some challenging interactions with police. And so we needed to work on both together. And that's, and I think that's where some of the uh, passion comes from this because everyone wants to see something move in a particular direction when overall I actually think we're all on the same page. We want to be using that budget effectively. We don't want to be putting too many tasks on police when there are other people who could better respond. And, and we want to make sure that where there was clear indications of maybe an abuse of, of power and and again that's maybe limited but it still happened and we heard it from people we need to address that as well but actually, I, I think most of us are more aligned than people would actually think when it comes to this topic.
1: And Let's head back into this conversation with Councillor Andrew Knack. We're talking about the police budget. Now, the vote on the police funding formula called for the Edmonton Police Service and the Police Commission to develop a new funding formula along with city administration. Um, you voted against that, but I, I suspect that there's a specific reason for that. They're usually, with with you, there there is the way that you, that you think think about things or analyze uh, the wording. So you're, why did you vote against that? And, and what do you want to see out of that funding formula moving forward?
0: So the, I, I do think we need a funding formula. So that was the challenge is that I, I, I felt bad voting against it because ultimately I want a funding formula. But my worry is that the old system where we did just a police funding formula created this challenge that, uh, you know, going back to this point about it became a bit financially unsustainable and it didn't allow us to holistically address different challenges and so we've seen our current chief he's done a, a good job of creating these teams like the health team which pairs edmonton police officers and social workers together to try to tackle challenges what i would have liked to have seen is a funding formula that crosses all of those agencies. So both, I wanted to see police included with that, but I also wanted to see these social agencies that are doing that work. Mm. I wanted to see groups like Reach Edmonton that that also do work through the crisis diversion team. Maybe even groups like Edmonton Public Library, which might sound a little odd at first, but you know that a lot of the programs they do help children and youth that in the long-term actually pay off in substantial ways. But if we only have a formula for one organization, it's often all of those other organizations that are constantly on the chopping block or at risk of not seeing steady and stable and consistent funding. So if we want to tackle these challenges, these societal challenges, dealing with crime and mental health challenges and housing, you need to fund all of those things appropriately. And it would have been better to have a formula that recognized all of those needs instead of just focusing on one.
1: But having said that, that formula, you can't just wiggle your nose and and, and click your heels together and have that done in a week. I suspect that that's going to take some time, and and now there is time. And I know some people are thinking maybe that's way too long of time, but it does give city admin, EPS, the commission, the opportunity to get it done and hopefully get it done right.
0: Absolutely, and and we have to remember our, we don't actually start budget deliberations until November, December. So we got True. lots of time, um, and, and that's also why I would have been okay mm, with uh, trying okay. to do this bigger body okay. work.
1: I, uh, okay, yeah, I can see that. I just, I, I would, I would expect it to take a little bit more time than that. But uh, I'll, you're the one that sits in the chair every day, <laughs> Councillor. Knack. before I let you go, and I've asked uh, Councillor Cartmel about this, seems that there's been some damage done to the relationship between councillors, the EPS, the Commission. Um, your thoughts on that? How do, how, would you do you think that there's damage to that relationship, and how does it get repaired?
0: I think a few ways, I think there, there has been a bit, and I think we have to try to uh, address some of the nuance. I think there's some um, maybe excessive comments coming from a few select individuals who um, maybe rile folks up more than they need to. And I've seen that more on social media. Uh, But I also think we have to take a step back and remind ourselves that that's a very small number of people. I think there's far more others. Uh, who want to make sure we're spending our money appropriately, who want to make sure we're getting results for that money, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and being able to do this again together to address these complex challenges. And so I think there's far more people who are in that sort of perspective than are on these sort of extreme ends that anybody who ever questions police is anti-police or everything the police does is wrong. I think there's like a handful of people there who get a lot of time and attention. And then there's the rest of us who are just trying to do some work. And Uh, so that's how we try to do it. Focus on the ones who want to do the work, not the ones who just want to get get folks riled up.
1: And Councillor Knack, always appreciate your time. Thank you for the conversation.
0: My pleasure. Have a great day.